hoid be aside the second meeting of Aaron and Yosef, the Mechutonim of as grand, great grandparents of Pinchos, who has the word chain and represented the zeal that they both had. They both had an eye in Toivo, they looked positively at people. And the Hanhogah of the day is to thank Hashem for helping us have strong bonds with other people. And there's an idea that both Aaron and Yosef expressed to Atlif Nimishur Sadin beyond the letter of the law, the law which is a strict has its strict boundaries, Shura, this line, is broken by love. It spoils the line. The Kinyan of the day is to establish peace by removing the negativity about in other people's eyes about other people. This is called Ayin Toivo, something that Yosef and Aaron both heavily represented. The brocha that Yaakov gave to Yosef, Bein Poros Yosef, Yosef is a charming son, Poros also related to the word Peri, fruit, Bein Poros Aleiayan, a charming son to the eye. Charming to the eye, he was full of charm, he was Yufei Tai, Yufei Mare. The apostle continues, Bonos Tsado Aleishur, that the girls would climb up to see him. Aleishur means to see. Like the word shura, interestingly enough, and the word shire, which means an ox. And as we know, we already described that Yosef was the ox, ale shire and ale shure. In a very interesting um, correlation there. By the same token, Aaron himself, we know, treated everyone with an iron toivar. He looked for the best in everybody. Now, don't think for one minute that he was naive in any way. He just knew how to look at people positively. There's a famous anecdote they say about um, a couple living in an apartment and one of them complains to the other and said every time I look at so and so across the road they're always hanging out their dirty laundry not metaphorically literally can't they clean their stuff properly and the other one just smiles and goes up to the window and wipes the inside of the window clean and lo and behold the laundry has no marks on it whatsoever it was the inside of the window which was stained, which was tainted. How often is that us? How often do we do that? In modern terms, you'd probably call it like Freudian projection. The Gomorrah knew about this a long time before Freud was on the scene. It's called Kola Poisel, Bumumoi Poisel. You try and find something wrong with somebody else, or if you see, oh, this person's got that, that person's got this problem, the likelihood is have an inward look and see. Is that a reflection of your inner self? Looking at somebody positively like Aaron did was a reflection of his inner self. As we said in one of the very early podcasts, UPR, unconditional positive regard, talking of uh, the modern day psychologists, the Rogerian idea that actually at root, Aaron believed that all people are good. And you know what? For him... Because he looked at people that way, if the internal is good, so the external will be good as well, and people will love you as well. Rub Dessler speaks about two people sitting next to each other on a train, hearing the rhythm. For the for the first person, he loves it. It's great. It's rhythmic. It's fantastic. He goes home, and you know, there's one of the dining room chairs is slightly out of kilter, and he hums a little tune as he puts it back into place. 
the other person can't take it. Jarring on him. He gets home. He sees a, a neat dining room. He kicks over one of the chairs. That's because the person won. Had a great day at work. Everything went his way. Everything went swimmingly well. And he hums to himself because everything is top of the world. Everything's absolutely fantastic. The second guy had a bad day at work. Everything went wrong. So anything that is rhythmic, anything that looks neat and symmetrical is mocking him. The external mocks the internal there. And you know something? There's a lot this explaining the external internal of Yosef and Aaron. I found it fascinating that both of them are described as having special clothes. When misappropriated, when misused, yeah, it has negative consequences. Yosef, as a, as a young man, as a boy, so he's given this special coat, and it's kind of misused. And in the end, his brothers end up dipping that very coat into goat's blood. If you remember before Pesach, we pointed out from the Vilna Gon, talking about Chad Gadiar, that Gedi, the goat, is that Jigamach of 17, which is which is Yosef, um, Yosef's age when he was actually sold. That was Yosef with his beged. Aaron, Aaron had the wonderful, splendid Big Day Kohuna. And as we've mentioned before, they were misused later in history when Achashverosh walks in to the Mishter, to the feast. And all the Jewish people who are sitting at the feast, who should have just got up and walked out, see this man dressed as the Kohen God, saying, hey, look at me. I want to do Lassai's Kirtan Vish, Ish for Ish, sorry, I wish to do, I'm, I, I wish to the will of every single man. He's a man, a fake, empty shell masquerading as Aaron Akoyen. And in the end, he's a megalomaniac, paranoid person. It's interesting that that's actually the whole of Purim, where we talk about masks. The month of Adar itself, um, each, each month in Kabbalah has various, um, not just letters, um, various animals, and various things which are signs which are associated with it. The letter Kuf is associated with the month of Adar. The Kuf is Koif, which is a monkey. A monkey is a, and the letter Kuf, by the way, is like a kind of fake hay. It's the, it's the one that says, hey, look at me, I'm more, I'm more of a hay than the hay. And the Koif, the monkey, is the fake human. Yosef eventually leaves the concept of the beggar behind when he runs outside so he left the beggar in the hand of Potiphar's wife. He ran outside to be real. His chain was real. He had this tzidkus, this righteousness. He was Yosef Hatzadik by this time. So yes, he had beauty. And yes, in its own way, it's not, it's, it, when it stands by itself, it's not great. We know that um, when we talk about the Hanukkah story, the problem with Greece was not that they had chokhmah, not that they had wisdom. It's great. But without any righteousness, without any spirituality, it's external, without morals. Aristotle, the man, as opposed to Aristotle, the philosopher, it is just an empty shell of intellect without morals, without sidkus. That is why Yovon, the word Yovon, which is Greece, if you add the sidkus to it, the letter tzadi, which is the tzadik, is its real name, Yudvov Nun, put the tzadi in front and you have tzioin. Syrian is the beautiful city of Yerushalayim, about which it says Michlal Yofi, an expression of beauty. Nine tenths of beauty came down to the world, and sorry, ten kabin came down to the world. Nine tenths were taken by Yerushalayim. That's Tsiyoin, which is 156, the Gematria of Yosef. And as the Bnei Soschar points out, that's what Antiochus was trying to do 
to try to point out, I'm just like you. Antiochus is also 156. Now, it's interesting because the final piece of the jigsaw here is an interesting one. Almonds. Where did he get that from? Almonds. Shkadim. Now, I checked this up. And there, only seem, there seem to be only two references in Tanakh that I found to, well, actually three, to Shkadim, to almonds. The... Um, the first is with Yosef, when Yaakov, as we mentioned in a previous podcast, sent up Botnim Ushkedim, sent up almonds to him as a dainty thing. And the second is Aaron's staff, just after the episode with Koyrach, blossoms with almonds. Now, the root of that word Shkedim means two things. It means to hurry and it means to see. In Yirmiyon, Yirmiyon, this is the third um, thinks a vision, he's given a vision of a makel shockade, an almond branch which blossoms, and he says, I see a, an almond um, staff, and Hashem says, yes, um, shokidani, I am hurrying to bring punishments over those who, who are doing things which are wrong. Aaron and Yosef were both very, very quick to see the best in people. Yaakov sent them to, Yo- to Yosef because of the concept of relationship, because of the, he understood that here's somebody who's interested in relationship. That's what Yosef wanted. Aaron's staff blossomed amongst the staffs of the other tribes, which didn't, didn't blossom, but he was still amongst them, like the kind God on Yom Kippur, who is amongst his people, always seeing the best, always looking at other, uh, looking at other people in that way, in a positive way, changes you as a person and i think the message is obvious having an eye in toivo is a win-win situation for us all